This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piskoff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Let's do it, Jamie. Faded in, Faded in a little bit. Wanted me to lie, wanted me to cry, wanted me to die. I, 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 I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive. You hear that? That's a nice little polar seltzer. Mm-mm. Alive, wanted me to cry, wanted me to die. It's not like I know it for months. It's like that allow me to take what I want. It's not like I know what I want. It's not like I know what I need. I get some time, but there's no guarantees. When I was broke, she was being a tease. Four pockets full, now she down on her knees. Whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't send it to me. Ew. Oh, I'm a hitter and send it to baby. Also kind of gross. Crazy, whoa, whoa, for real, for real. Trying to seal the deal. Give me a bunch of streams, This is the thing, right? Try me a hundred times They wanted me to lie, wanted me to cry, wanted me to die Why did I choose this song called Staying Alive with DJ Khaled? What's up? What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Jamie, that sounds a little... Yeah, there you go. That sounds a little better. You knew exactly what to do. Shout out to Jamie. First of all, first shout out on the podcast. Shout out to Jamie. Shout out to all y'all. Happy New Year. I know I gave y'all one on New Year's. Um, but you know, we're still, still motherfucking, it's 2023, bro. It's so weird to write this is episode 123. Probably going to have something to do with the concussion that I got. So, uh, let's just, uh, jump right in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, but before I do, it would be so rude of me not to ask you, how are you guys? How's everything been? Do you have a good new year's? Did you have a good first week of the year? If you kept it, have you kept your resolutions? I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. Uh, I don't think I ever was. Um, I'm a kind of guy who I'll talk myself into doing something and then I'll force myself to keep doing it. And then at one point I brag about it to others and then I lose motivation for doing it. It's so stupid of me, you know, like I haven't I haven't worked out in a while and i was talking to my bro luke who i might end up calling during the podcast you know get a little juicy info from him maybe even call manny if he's fucking around if he's around and shit you know who knows uh maybe i won't maybe i will but i'm not gonna call my brother because uh that's gonna cost him a lot of money because he he may or may not be on a mission for the cia this is a purely satirical podcast take that as you like anyway um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just get right into it. So last week we did the pod Monday. I think I went, uh, I cleaned my apartment, and then I went to go see the family. Hung out there for a little bit. I didn't have to. I didn't. I didn't stay very long. Um, because I went. I wanted to try to hit three open mics. Uh, one of them. Two of them started at the exact same time and then at 8 o'clock. And then the other one started at 9 o'clock. And the one that's... There's two of them that are close, though. So I ended up just fucking being 19th on, like, the list. 
But you know what? It was a good time. It was fun. Um, I did that mic in Clifton, and then I did the other one in Elmwood Park. And then uh, I tried to find out if anybody was at the one in Morris Plains, but also it was like 1130 by the time I went up. And so I knew it was done. Uh, and after that, fucking went home, you know, got ready to just fucking hang out. I think I watched something, but I didn't write it down. So I don't know what I watched. Probably Succession or I finished catching up on uh, Bad Batch, which is probably a little bit of both. Yo, Succession, fucking that shit's fucking. Now I get why Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. Uh, and he says it's really good. And that's because him and I have similar interests. Not always, though. Like, he likes that cowboy shit that they're all, everybody's talking about on Paramount. And my brother even talked about it. He likes it. And he has Paramount or whatever, except he doesn't give me the password. But anytime, anybody in the, every time I ask him, I, I asked him one time, every time. Every one time that I asked him for the password, it was wrong. And then I said, well, then I guess I'm not watching anything on that. I already have all of the fucking other bullshit uh, streaming things. I don't need another one, whatever. So I don't get to watch three more new shows that I don't really need to fucking be paying attention to. It's fucking a lot of distractions, man. I'm starting to realize this is fucking a lot of distractions, man. But, um, but yeah, this is, I feel like, yeah, let's fucking adjust that. I know I'm moving it around too much, but I'm not going to wear it on the mic stand right now. So deal with it, Jamie. You're not even on mic. Shut up. All right. Um. So, yeah, that was Monday. Tuesday was a fun one. Uh, also went to go see the fam, hung out with them, uh, had a nice relaxing day at home. Either Monday or Tuesday, one of those two days, I probably cleaned the apartment because I didn't. And I'm going to have to do that either. to. I'm probably going to have to do it tomorrow because you just feel so much better when it's done. And so I just got to do that shit. It's it's fucking getting a little too unorganized. It's not even dirty. It's just unorganized, and then the floor needs to be sweeped and mopped. That's it. Because, bro, my floors, to me, look so clean, but then as soon as I sweep, I'm like, where did all this dirt and shit that I couldn't see come from? This is fucking crazy. It's like, yeah, Yusuf's like, people are like, oh, Yusuf, you just discovered cleaning. No, it's not like, like, you know what's crazy is I remember... When, especially when we'd have outdoor practice in Hawthorne on a dirt field with grass, but it was a lot of patches of dirt and, and there'd be a lot of loose dirt that would get on your skin. Plus you're sweating after you tackle somebody, you're going to roll in it a little, like you're going to get it on you. And I would remember that after rugby practice, one of the, the best things is, is the, is right when I would step into the shower, the first couple seconds where you start to see like the easily, easily washed off just by by low water pressure or medium water pressure just wash right off and you see like the bottom of the thing start going like light brown until it gets to clear and then the second one was and i always did this i always found a way to always be out of the water while i loofah up and scrub my body it's scrubbing your whole body up wringing out the loofah under the water before you rinse yourself and seeing that shit getting dirty and you're like damn that shit all came off of me and then you get under there and you watch, you wash off all the dirt that you didn't, well, because I have brown skin. I didn't even see my, the dirt colored skin that I have, that that's what was happening. But it's kind of nice, man. It's kind of nice to, to clean things. It's nice to be clean. Um, I've been getting, I think my anxiety, that's what I was trying to get to. I, my bad if I got sidetracked. I talked to Luke, um. I ended up smoking this morning and getting anxiety right after. 
for no fucking reason. And so I call Luke and, you know, him and I are, are going to be like uh, maybe doing a podcast. I'm going to try to get him to do one with me because we're so both so similar minded in conspiracy and what why not. The fun thing about talking to Luke is nine out of ten things that I tell him about, he already knows. And and then and one out of ten things I get to introduce him to. And the same thing goes for him. He'll tell me nine out of ten things and I'll be like, I know that. I, yeah, I know that. And then it's good because he gets to talk. It's like watching a TV show with somebody who also watches that TV show. And you can, and then sometimes be like, oh, but did you catch this spoiler? I'm like, oh, or not spoiler, uh, Easter egg. I'm like, no, nah, I fucking didn't, dude. Thank you. Anyway, Tuesday ended up cleaning that long-winded way to say that, right? Tuesday, I cleaned up the place. Uh, went to go see the fam. Saw the sisters. Hung out. It mad fun. Those little balls of energy love me. It's fucking awesome, dude. I, I got to get sidetracked for a second here and talk about something I was thinking about on my walk. I talked to me and Luke were talking on the phone for an hour. And I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not gay. Uh, and so I have no I have absolutely zero sexual desire to be with Luke. However, I can talk to him for hours at a time and I'm always entertained without a desire to fuck him. But I've never talked except, well, actually, I'm going to lie. I did talk to this one girl. And not that, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't attracted. It's just like, uh, first of all, I'm just talking just, I wasn't, ex- first, I wasn't expecting any of this. This wasn't like a blind date. And if it was, it wasn't like a, a pre-planned thing. It was more just some friends hanging out with other friends. And then we just both happened to be there. And we're having conversations and we're vibing kind of like the way me and Luke are. And then I, but then when she walked away, I tried to like check out her body and see like, is there a sexual potential? And then I was like, I don't, I wouldn't, I never do that to any of my male friends. And it made me think like, I don't really have any, I have a couple female friends, right? But I think I've also had sex with them or tried to have sex with them. And, and that's not, I guess that's a lie. I have like family that I haven't had sex with. Uh, and they're female, and they're kind of like my friend. But I think at the same time, like, if they weren't my family, I don't think I'm hanging out with my aunt randomly. She would have fucking been a maybe a podcast listener and a fan, if you, you know, but I think that's a little biased. She, she would because she likes me because I'm her nephew. You know, things like that. It's a little weird, nepotism. But anyway, saw the fam, went to Nikki's. Um, I didn't do very well but i also didn't i just didn't do all right my my version of i didn't do very well is i didn't do very well for what in my mind appeared to be a majority of the the time that i was on stage so if i got six minutes if i wasn't funny for three minutes and one second or longer that was a bad set and if i wasn't funny at all then i would absolutely admit and that that's something i got to start remembering I never get on stage and don't get at least people to laugh at one thing. Even if they start to fucking hate me for like two minutes straight, I'll get them to laugh at minute three. There, There's something. I got enough shit. I got enough different gears to fucking things that are going to throw. Yeah, some shit I, I get is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But I got some fucking everybody's cup of tea shit, all right? I got that Earl's Grey if you're in England. You know what I'm saying? I got that Limpton's regular ass shit if you're in America. I don't even know what flavor tea is that. 
Limpton's brown tea, I think it is. Like the fuck? It's good. People buy it. It's cheap. I'm a green tea guy myself. Some people don't like green tea unless it has a little bit of honey. So I'll sweeten it up for you motherfuckers with these jokes, some bitch. I don't know. I'm all over the place. But yeah, that was Tuesday. It was it was a good night. It was fun. And up talking game. Uh, oh, I love this part. I started f- for no reason at all. I felt really out of place at the mic. And so I sat by myself. And then another comic who I thought didn't like me comes and sits right by me. And I say Happy New Year, and he says Happy New Year. And I wish him happiness, love, and joy to myself in my head, like I do with every person that I meet. One of the four agreements, I think. Or one of the seven spiritual laws of success. Um, and it's also just a nice thing to actually think. Um, even if nothing happens, like think anytime I cross somebody's pass, uh, path, I say happiness, laughter. Wait. Happiness, laughter, and joy. I know two of them are pretty much the same thing, but I know laughter is included. Happiness, laughter, and joy. Whatever. I wish that upon everybody that I can. I'm on this. I'm on the. I'm, I'm, you know what it is? You guys have me on the spot, so I'm not able to think about it right now. But uh, uh, I wished him happiness, laughter, and joy. Uh, a happy New Year out loud. And and he sat by me. He did his set. Him and, and then another guy. Uh, I don't particularly. Actually, other this guy, I like him. The other guy I don't particularly like. For no reason either. He didn't do anything really to me. I just don't like his character. But he could change. So I'm going to keep the doors open. And uh, But that wasn't the point. They just left. So now I'm sitting by myself again. And then another comic comes in. And he sees me. And he sees room. And he's like I'll sit by you. And we're just fucking having a good time talking. We're far enough in the back that we could whisper a little bit. Not interrupting. Not not be heard on stage and shit. And uh and then a fucking third comic ends up coming. And I'm like, bro, motherfuckers are just... And how they're just sitting by me. When everybody else was sitting in, in groups with other comics and shit. There was like no room. And now motherfuckers are starting to sit by me. I gotta remember that, man. Thank you, God. You make me so attractive. Motherfucking comics want to fucking sit next... I don't know. I'm kidding. That was weird. I don't know what I meant by that. I meant like attractive like magnetically. Not like sexually. So I just tapped my headphones. You couldn't hear that. There you go. I tapped the microphone now. This is just nicotine. Don't worry. I I, I smoked. I'm not gonna lie. It's. I possibly, I possibly ate a Caesar salad, but instead of romaine lettuce, it possibly had the devil's lettuce. And instead of uh, a bowl, no, I still used the bowl. Um, but instead of uh, dressing, it may have been um, fire from a lighter. Possibly, possibly. I'm not gonna. I'll tell you, it was a keto meal. If I had it, if I did have it, it was keto friendly. So that being said, after this pod, I'm gonna hit up my boys who hit me up three to fucking three hours ago to hang out, but they're gonna watch football, and I also have a concussion, which I'm gonna get to. Don't worry, we're getting there. I think that was on Thursday. Um, no, it was when. Wednesday or Thursday, I know it's today's day three, so Sunday is day three, Saturday is day two, Friday was the first day. So yeah, I hit my head Thursday night then. Um, we'll get there. What was I going to say? Concussion, eye infection. I'm supposed to hang out with my friends and I'll eat some food there. And then I got distracted with the devil's lettuce thing. 
Motherfucker. All right, well, we're back at it. Um, I, I know, I go off the path, bro. You you better make sure you're not bringing your dress shoes on. When you walk in Yousef's, Yousef's podcast, you, you need some off-road shoes. You need some shoes that, that can handle a little bit of... You need to wear long pants because you don't want to scratch up your ankles with some of the thorn bushes we might you might run into because I'll just get stuck in a thorn bush and I'll just keep spinning right like right now I'm stuck a little bit in this thorn bush I was talking about being stuck in a thorn bush because I was trying to remember oh yeah Wednesday Wednesday work decent day at work nothing too crazy I loved it alhamdulillah that means thank you God uh, for you non-Arabic speak I don't speak Arabic but I know that word I know a couple of them just a few that's another Arabic word. That means just a little. And uh, sidetrack and another thorn bush. Sorry, guys. And then afterwards, I went to go to my family's again. Yay. Uh, and that was because I wanted to go hit an open mic, but also my brother may or may not have gone again on a CIA trip somewhere. So um, while while he was doing that the day before, I got to see him. You know, because, the, you know, they stopped by. So it was a beautiful thing. Got to see my brother. Hang out with him for a bit. Missed the mic. It's all gravy. Went home and relaxed. Made some fucking delicious food. Like, oh, I've been eating tacos and pizza like every fucking night of the week. 40 pizzas, 40 days. You already know. Going for that record for sure, though. Um, And uh, Thursday went to... Okay, here's here's where I fucked up. All right, I got to stop. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm just going to maybe leave certain things out. Use your imagination, but I don't want to maybe say things exactly. But here's what happened, right? So we, I get to city lounge. I'm fucking like, oh, <laughs> guys, do I have to say it? as Like, you guys already know where I am on the list, right? I'm not in the, I'm not in the top. Right. I'm not in the middle. That's right. Right there on the motherfucking bottom. And uh, it seems like a pretty decent night at the time I get there after work. Um, I'm sitting there. I get a I get a, a, a water, a regular ass water. And then I drink it because I'm thirsty as fuck. And then I realize I have so many so much time I'm going to get a non water drink. Wink, wink. And one became two, became three. I only had two or three non-water drinks. And here, oh, crazy thing too. On my way to the mic, uh, I was listening to a podcast, High Society Radio. Shout out to them. And uh, I tried to call in because the mic, their microphones are were so low. I, could, I had... Like, I wasn't going to blow out my car speakers, so I fucking, as I'm driving, I pop in a headphone, and I have, to like, my volume all the way to the top, and I can still, like, barely hear these motherfuckers' conversation, but they have a call-in number, so I called in to try to tell them that. Nothing fucking happened. They end up calling me back while I'm at the open mic, and they're like, oh, you're on blah, 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 high society radio, blah, Goes, oh, you're in New Jersey. Oh, you probably you probably have a bunch of rape jokes. Somebody's got a rape joke out there, right? And I couldn't, I don't, and I don't think anybody that I know does. And I couldn't really even think of like fucking. Uh, I should have thought of the fucking. Somebody has fucking a funny one. I'm sure Tosh Point oh, that guy. I think he did. 
or I heard. I know I didn't. I don't know it off the top of my head. So I just tried to start telling one of my shitty jokes, and uh, and it, doing comedy when you can't hear the response, and if you're hurt, fucking sucks. You need that's why live is the best way to to, to consume comedy, uh, as well as as to perform it, and uh, and so I ate shit. But it's like I got a little uh, shit eaten out of the way because I ended up having a fucking great time at City Lounge. You know what I mean? I'm fucking up there. I'm doing my shit. I'm, I did stumble because, like I said, I might have had one or two non-waters. Um, and I had another one, I think, after. Um, because I, I had a high, and I don't know why I wanted to wash it away with some kind of a beverage. But, um, oh, I don't think I ate much that day. So having those couple of beverages instead of food was a dumbass idea. And somehow after I had made food and ate in food, because I had already eaten, I just, I don't remember how I felt, but I, it must have been something where I, sp- I spun around, I lost my balance, because I'm an idiot. Because I'm an idiot. And I fell back and I hit my head on something. It was either the refrigerator or it was the dishwasher, and I and I, and I think it was the refrigerator, and then I fell into the dishwasher because the dishwasher was fucking pushed in. That shit was screwed in. That screw got fucking pulled out. The way I hit that shit with the force that I hit it, and I'm just so lucky I didn't crack my motherfucking skull open. I'm so lucky that I didn't bleed. Uh, I had a huge-ass fucking knot for a couple days. Um, I'm also really, really blessed that I didn't hit the countertop. That would have cracked my head open. That would have hurt even more, too. Um, I don't know what exactly I hit. I might have actually hit my head on the countertop, to be honest. I don't even know. But I do know I lost consciousness for a little bit. I woke up. I was a little nauseous, but I kept my food down. The next day, sensitivity to light, nausea, um, dizziness. Uh, I tried to smoke, and I threw up, and so... Both things probably not good for me to do is, is have a concussion or smoke the next day. Now, the next day is a Friday. You know, just get through Friday. Whatever's fine. It's a chill day. Get through it all. Uh, watch leave it Legion of Skanks. Uh, smoke a little bit. I had fun doing it, and it was fine. But my head hurt. My head hurt fucking all day. All motherfucking day. My head hurt all day on Friday. Hurt all day on yesterday, Saturday. And today is the first day it doesn't hurt, Sunday. And the reason that my head doesn't hurt is because my motherfucking eyes was killing me all motherfucking day. All day. Remember last week or two weeks ago, I was talking about my fucking contacts. You gotta, bro, I'm done sleeping with contacts. You know what? I have so many fucking extras because I don't wear them as often. Uh, so, like, I don't go through. And, like, yeah, if anything, worst case, I replace them at the end of the month. But sometimes... I only wore them like two, three times during the month, maybe more, but sometimes I wear them all the fucking time to the point where I'm like sleeping in them and that's bad and I'm not going to do that ever again, I say now. I'd rather just take the fucking contacts out in my bed and just throw them on the counter and let them dry the fuck up and just buy it and open up a new box of them than get the eye pain that I had for most of the day. Right now, it's still they're still red as fuck. The light is on above me. Um, so it's, and they're only starting to get a little watery right now because I started looking in the direction. I don't know why, but now it's a lot better. This morning I woke up just eyes on fire 
uh, I went to the bathroom to take out my contacts, and for some reason, every time I would pull them off, like I pulled one off and then the other one, and it felt worse. And like the pain got worse by taking them off. And um, so I took them off. I washed the shit out of my eyes. I put some medicated drops, and I tried to go to sleep for an hour. I couldn't because it hurt so goddamn much. Um, but hey, no head pain, no concussion pain. That's what my dad used to always tell me. It, it, he what he would do is uh, if I had a mosquito bite and I said it itched, he would slap it, and then say, "Does it itch now?" And I would say, "No," but then it would itch after like three seconds of the pain of the slap going away. And so anytime I would get bit by a mosquito, I just kept slapping and think that would get it rid of the pain, not realizing it's because I have a different pain, or it's a, it's a more intense pain. Hurting your fucking eyes is a little bit more intense pain than the third day of a concussion. You know? Also, I threw up today because of the concussion and because I drank too much coffee without enough water. So that's where we're at. Today was just shitty. I uh, I did did the World Star Corner double check. Got that all done. Um, I didn't hit a mic yesterday, Saturday. But I did have work. And Friday, I tried to hit a mic, but I got there too late. Ended up hanging out with comics. Had a fun time. Even though I was concussed. So that's pretty much the weekly wrap-up, guys. There you go. That's the week. Oh, also, crazy fucking news has been happening. So, Jamie, let's go open up the Internet Explorer. Because we have one news story from two different sources. And and then we could talk about other shit with our th- crazy theories if we want to go down those rabbit holes. Those rabbit holes, you know. Uh, recap number one. See, what I'm doing right now is I take notes on my notes and I number them because sometimes I want to go in whatever the fuck order. And sometimes I just, you know, always end it with World Star Corner, right? Nice, easy, fun, light way to, to end the podcast before I sing my way out, you know. Like sing my way in. Some of you don't like my singing either, but you know what? I don't know what to tell you. Tough. Um, Ovidio Guzman Dash Lopez, twenty nine killed. I guess that's the name of um, El Chapo's son. Is is Ovido Ovidio Ovidio? But it's not video V I D E O. It's V I D I O Ovidio. That's actually a fucking cool... Hold on, I gotta blow my nose. I'm gonna... I muted it so you didn't have to hear that. It wasn't an audio issue. Um, Ovidio Guzman. This is from the BBC, the title. Which one should we read first? Let's see. Ovidio Guzman Lopez, 29 killed during arrest of El Chapo's son. That was two days ago. And then this is from the New York Times. Uh, the toll of... Capturing El Chapo's son. Ten soldiers, 19 cartel members dead. See, that's the thing that right there is the difference between American news and big black cock news. The BBC, the big black cocks over there, they they count all people. Everybody is a person. In America, we like to divide people. We don't like to be unified. We like to divide. So 10 people were soldiers. You assume soldier good guy 19 people are cartel members twice as many bad guys died as good guys so realistically only 10 10 humans died and then 19 animals that's the wild thing 
that's why you got to watch that one documentary I was talking about a couple weeks ago. Uh, and James Bernthal talked about it too when he was on Joe Rogan. The same exact documentary about the guy who was going to like blow up a mosque, but then he ended up becoming a Muslim. Um, is he was told like he was having trouble at war, and he goes, "You see those targets out there? You know how you're you're able to shoot them? It's because they're paper. You don't see them as a human." It's like, stop looking at the enemy like they're human. They're not human. Think of them as anything else. And that's a fucked up way because they do that. That mentality right there is what they make you kind of feel for everybody who has an opinion that's not yours. Perfect example are the the, the pro-vaxxers versus the anti-vaxxers. Not even the Yousef just never been. I don't have an opinion. Am I anti? Am I anti-something if I've never done something? Am I anti-war? I've never been to war, but I'm against war. But I'm not like pro-war, even though I'm, I support the soldiers. But like, I don't know, I, I lost myself on that one too, right? Did we all get a little lost on that? We we all got lost on that one. Let's just fucking. But they, they tried to, and then I'll talk, I did talk about my concussion and my eye infection. Concussions are no joke, dude. Don't fucking have them. They suck. Last time I had one, I think, is when I last time I fucking played rugby. Some guy cracked me in the fucking head with his uh, heel when I tackled him. He fucking flipped and his hit his head his foot ripped me in the head. I got all I got the wobbles, but I didn't lose consciousness. Not like when I fucking hit my head. Anyway, El Chapo's son, man. Um, they were trying to extradite him to America. Let's go with the New York Times article first. The one where they're gonna they're gonna ask me for money and then I'm gonna say, Up, oh, guess I'm not reading it. The toll of capturing El Chapo's son. Ten soldiers, nineteen cartel members dead. After troops arrested a son of a notorious drug lord known as El Chapo, cartel gunmen tried to free him, resulting in a series of gun battles and thousands of troops called in to fight. That also gave me some anxiety, listening to that, thinking, like, but instead of anxiety, what I should be doing is being thankful that God let me uh, be born on this side of the border and not that side of the border, and that my whole life doesn't revolve around worrying about if somebody's going to kill me with an AK-47 or or a lot of the videos that I watched. I, I didn't, I'm not going to play any of them on World Star Corner, but a lot of them that I watched for the research section of World Star Corner that I do, uh, it, they have they have 50, first of all, they shot at an airplane with a 50 cal rifle, and the people were getting down, not realizing while they're in the air, they're getting closer to where the bullets can land. Uh, but they had the 50 cal Beretta, like the one that you only see in Texas and in video games, because a 50 fucking caliber bullet is huge as fuck and will like break your shoulder if you don't know what the fuck you're doing because it's a large projectile and they have access to those guns. They have access. Bro, this one guy had a chain fed machine gun. Another guy had a fully kitted gold AK-47 and another guy had a fucking fully kitted uh AR-15 that looked like he fucking played all of the Call of Duties, got inspired, and built that custom gun for himself as his cartel weapon. It's fucking nuts, dude. Not only that, when they went 
they broke a, a lot of people out of the jail, apparently. Like, a lot of people. A lot of cartel members and shit, too, obviously. They're not just going to break out regular people. But it says, all right, we're going to read this. This is by Richard Perez Peña. Ten soldiers and 19 drug cartel members were killed among killed and dozens of people were wounded in a series of gun battles surrounding the capture of the son of the notorious drug pin kingpin drug kingpin known as el hapo el hapo mexican of of my kind of official said on friday ovidio guzman lopez a son of joaquin guzman loera who is said to be a leader of the sinaloa drug cartel that his father once hated was arrested on thursday in what the government described as a major blow to one of the country's most notorious criminal organizations. But in scale, costs of the operations were not made public until a day later, and at a news conference led by President Andres Manuel Lopez Reyes. As a, the last part of it, he's not a Reyes, but he does have Manny's name in his name. As cartel members shot at soldiers, including a look, see, 50 caliber machine guns and set up roadblocks with flaming vehicles in an attempt to free the younger Mr. Guzman. More than 3,500 troops, 3,500 troops, became involved in the operation, returning fire on the ground and from aircrafts. In addition, 29 men killed, 35 soldiers were wounded by the gunfire, and 21 suspected cartel members were arrested. The authorities did not say of any other... Then troops were wounded. The government seized 50, sorry, six 50 caliber machine guns, four 50 caliber semi-automatic rifles, 26 other long guns, pistols, and 53 vehicles, including 26, more than half, no, actually right under half, that were armored, as well as quantities of fentanyl and cocaine. It is actual. With these actions, the Army, the Air Force, and the National Guard reaffirmed the wave unwavering decision of the federal government to continue acting against organized crime, said Luis Crescencio Sandoval. Yo, they have... S Mexicans have nine names? Mexicans have nine names. This guy's name is Luis Crescencio Sandoval Gonzalez. Hey, pick two names. Get rid of two of them. Lu Luis Crescenzo Sandoval Gonzalez. You have two people's name as one name. Anyway, I'm gonna. Uh, the capture of Mr. Lopez Obrador is just a win. Days before his play to host a summit meeting with President Biden and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh, that sucks. Um, the operation on Thursday reflected lessons learned from that experience, including the need for overwhelming numbers rather than the cartel strongholds in northwestern city of Qualicán. Qualicán. See, I gotta say it right. I can't fucking. Bro, some of these fucking. Yo, people make up names for countries that they don't want to be translated in English. That's supposed to be a word that's not in English. Qualicán. No, like Hawaii, you're not supposed to say it. It's Hawaii. Like the way they say it, it's not supposed to be in English. Leave. Let's just fucking give them an American name for that shit. Fuck that. Anyway, the capture took place about a 25 mile away in the village of Jesus Maria. That's cool. Literally named after both people because you know Mexico loves you, Jesus. Uh, 
both probably. They probably love Jews and Jesus. Um, limiting risk, limiting both the risk of civilian casualties. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read this anymore. This is pretty dumb. Okay, here. Early Thursday morning, they patrolled six suspicious vehicles. See, I mixed up suspicious and vehicles when I called it suspicious souls uh, that appeared to have been armored and called in support of the army, but they didn't get out and they and were to submit to a search and attacked and then left and then they cornered him in a village and arrested 18 armed men, including one who identified himself as Ovidio Husman, referred to by officials on Friday as Ovidio N. Word. The considerable number of criminal... You guys knew I was going to say that at one point, right? Uh, let's take another sip of seltzer. A considerable number of criminal cells managed to group together with the intention of rescuing Ovidio N. Attacking military personnel, Mr. Sandoval said. It was that second clash that seven soldiers were killed and the cartel began using heavy machine guns, he said, prompting troops to summon more reinforcements, including aircraft. The fight took place around nine burning block uh, roadblocks. The cartel erected, and he said, "and he said, and one fight in the afternoon claimed more troop casualties." Mr. Lopez Obrador said that the the roadblocks had been cleared. Mr. Guzman faces prosecution in both Mexico and the United States. His father, who famously escaped a Mexican prison in 2015 and was recaptured and extradited to the United States, he is serving a life sentence in a U.S. federal prison. And the guy I was, uh, who I was earlier, Ricardo Perez Peña, international news editor in New York, in June, June, New York, Spinity Times, as a reporter and editor since 1992, the year of my brother's birth. He has worked with the Metro, National, Business, Media, and International Discs. Let's see what the big black cocks have to say about it. Ovidio Guzman Lopez, 29, killed and dying in arrest of El Chapo son. Pop up. At least 20. Um, who am I? This is written by just BBC, I guess. Mm. No, no title. Scroll to the bottom. Who wrote this article? Hmm. How? This is written by a, a, a big black cock, apparently. No, no mention of my name. Well, my name is uh, Rupert Murdoch, so I'll just talk to you as this. Anyway, at least 29 people were killed during a bloody operation. You know that you heard that already. Target and to capture the son of Mex Mexican drug kingpin El Chapo. And I'll skip over the boring shit you already heard over in America. Uh, they set up roadblocks, you heard that. He's nicknamed the Mouse. You didn't hear that yet. Uh, he was extracted by helicopter and flown to the capital before being taken to a maximum security federal prison. Didn't hear that yet. Uh, you do know he's being accused of being his father's son. Can't be your father's son. It's illegal in Mexico, especially if you also do what your father did that was also illegal in Mexico. Our six-month surveillance operation to capture him had the support of United States officials. Something you did not know. The U.S. had put up a reward of $5 million, kind of low if you consider what the hell it probably cost them in lives and equipment. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, sorry, Lee, do your thing. Thank you. But a federal judge in Mexico has now suspended any extradition process against him, according to local media. Well, that's absurd. Why would they do that? 
were because two Mexican Air Force aircraft were, mo- were forced to make an emergency landing after they were hit by gunfire from the cartel. Helicopter gunships were deployed and authorities to support the ground operations. You did hear that already. Anyway, seems like they uh, don't go to Mexico. Uh, anybody, if you're in America, stay out of Mexico. Uh, another another crazy thing to happen in Mexico, which we will watch the video in World Star Corner, is Dana White seen slapping his wife in Mexico. Mexico seems to be a very violent place these times. Why did he slap his wife? Well, it was heard that she was saying she wanted to have sex with El Chapo's son. He wasn't going to have any part of it. He said, no, woman, no. In fact, get over here. And he shook her. And he slapped her. Because that's the way we handled it in the 1920s. Your woman gets a little too loud. You got to give her a couple shakes. Give her a couple slaps. If she's hysterical, she's probably on her period. This is the 1920s. Get her a lobotomy. She'll start acting, right? Lobotomies. Very famous in the 1920s. All right, satirical part's done. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, oh, I have it right here. Jamie, let's fucking play it. It's right there. UFC President Dana White gets into physical altercation with his wife at a New Year's Eve event. Let's watch it. Oh, the volume is really low. But you... Just crazy music. She looks sad. She's covering her eyes. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's trying to touch his hand, her hands. And then he, she slaps him. He slaps her one time, two times. You can't really see the quality. Somebody said he even kicked him. All right, here's where it says TM. Oh, we got to pause this, Jamie. TMZ released footage that shows UFC President Dana White, Dana White slapping. Oh, he's a white. Literally, a Dana White. Slapping his wife and white. A white slapping a white is a white on white crime. <laughs> That's too easy. After she slapped him in a nightclub on New Year's Eve. White has since apologized, saying there was definitely a lot of alcohol, but there's no excuse. Well, I mean, look, you know, alcohol, uh, I mean, you know what? Makes you make me slap your wife. Maybe makes you you fall down and and crack your head and get a concussion. And then, you you know, it's like, is there anything? I mean, I'm sure it's fine if if you know how to keep it in moderation. But I think the way that they design alcohol is to not be moderated. You're supposed to consume in, until your body shuts down on itself. I think that's the way. Because if it wasn't the way, then how are there people who are called alcoholics? That you're not even, you know, and then, you know, they're also alcoholics you're not even supposed to talk about. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. There's a whole fucking group of, of secret alcoholics, people who don't want to be known, but they consume alcohol in large quantities. People tell me I should join Alcoholics Anonymous. I tell them I'm already anonymous, anonymously an alcoholic, so I'm already in it. I'm already in the group. I don't even have to go to a meeting. What, you want to hear my story about how I cracked my head? I fucking told you guys. This is fucking Alcoholics Anonymous. By the way, let's do a quick uh, ad break. Uh, this episode is brought to you. Wait, what was I going to write number four of? Oh, UFC thing. UFC. Dana. White on white crimes. That's not what I was going to write, but it doesn't matter. This episode is brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Does your dick work? Why not? It's because of the shitty diet you eat, right? Yeah? Well, guess what? 
We here at Pfizer, we care about one thing and one thing only. Cha-cha-cha-ching! Dollar-dollar bills, y'all. All we give a fuck about is the dollar, the bottom line. And you know what? Year after year, we have been providing our stockholders with record-breaking profits every year. In fact, if you bought Pfizer stock 10 years ago, you're pretty much like when you bought Amazon stock 10 years ago. You're coming gold. You can slap. You could, you, if you bought Pfizer stock 10 years ago, let's just say you can grab him by the pussy. If you see a girl you like, you could just grab him by the pussy if you invested in Pfizer. Pfizer, at, here at Pfizer, we care about one thing and one thing only. We are pharmaceutical companies. And what do pharmaceuticals care about? Profits. That's right. We... You know, we we uh, I'm going to I'm going to give you a, a quick a quick rundown of a story about, you know, I heard from John Pfizer, you know, John, John and I were cool. He's a he's a cool advertiser. You know, he gives me a lot of money to, to you know, help him out with this. Uh, but he's also a good guy. And John told me one time, he said, you know what, Yusuf? He goes, all these fucking fat fucks out here. They're all eating McDonald's every fucking day. They're all drinking their Starbucks with 10 pounds of sugar and all their drinks. And they're and. They're slowly poisoning themselves. And I found a way to milk them for as long as possible. Heart medication. We're going to reduce their blood pressure so they can live longer, keep eating that junk food, and we're going to get a kickback from McDonald's and Pepsi and the snack industry uh, because they want, they want their fat people to keep staying alive as long as possible and just living. And if they have high blood pressure, it's, hey, we're going to lower it. But unfortunately, you know what John told me? The, there was a side effect with his uh, heart medication. Is He had a rock-hard cock, and his wife was fucking getting plowed every fucking night. The, where, the way that you do as a real fucking American. You say, fuck my heart. Bitch, cook me a steak. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you with this hard Viagra dick. And John and I had a steak. John Pfizer and I had a steak with our rock-hard cocks, and we had sex with hookers. And, he, and then we also didn't sign non-disclosure agreements, so I'm joking about that. That never happened. But John did tell me, I can tell you guys this. John at Pfizer cares, uh, does not give a fuck about, he doesn't give a fuck about anything really, except for profits for the shareholders. He told me that, that his number one purpose as CEO is to increase shareholder profits. And he will not stop. He, he will not stop if he has to kill every human and then clone them and make new humans that are going to buy his shit because all the old ones' dicks fell off because he forgot to make uh, uh, anti-chlamydia uh, uh, products. Because there's no profit in anti-chlamydia products. Look, he wasn't gonna, he wasn't trying to cure anybody's blood pressure don't don't fucking don't think john pfizer is a fucking idiot you think he'd cure it that hey you idiot you know what happens if you cure something one and done you're never going to come back to john pfizer and you know who hates that the most shareholders you know what shareholders care about you think shareholders give a fuck about you the non-shareholder no they don't do you want to be on the outside do you want to be one of these fucking losers that nobody gives a fuck about like I used to be? Do you want to be, oh, Pfizer? Shut the fuck up. That's what somebody who doesn't own Pfizer stock would say. Loser. Buy Pfizer stock. That's the end of this ad read. 
Get your dick hard. Use promo code Yusuf on Pfizer.com. Get three dick pills for free from Viagra. Fuck your heart. Eat steak. Fuck bitches with that great hard dick. Pfizer out. They're going to eventually pay me to shut the fuck up about this. That's my goal. That or I'm going to get a cease and desist. Uh, One of the two. I don't care. Is anything I'm saying illegal? No. Everything was fucking pretty much true according to my brain. Also known as an opinion. (laughs) Isn't that awesome about having an opinion? It can be totally wrong, but also it's yours, so it's not. Like, your opinion is wrong to me, but my opinion is probably wrong to you. Not always, but like sometimes, you know? Sometimes our opinions are the same. Like when I talk to Luke, we have the same opinions. It's fucking awesome. <sighs> so, uh, since I, I was kind of getting a little, um, this is perfect, perfect segue. You know how I just got a little anti-fat people rant right there? Guys, you got to, you, all right, look, it, there's, there's a reason that I'm not fat. It's because I work really hard at not being out of shape. I walk every day. Because it's the least I can fucking do and elevate my heart rate. And if you walk at the fastest fucking pace you can, eventually you get to a fucking really good heart burning rate. And I get at least 20 to 60 minutes in a day. It's not that hard. Get a couple fucking laps in, you know. I also watch what I eat. I'm not out there eating fucking junk food all the time. Because if you knew the caloric intake, you would make the same shit at home because you can make twice as much. And you wouldn't, and you know what's crazy? You could eat half of, if you made French fries and a cheeseburger at home, you are full as fuck after you make that. And it's half of the calories as if you go to Wendy's and then you're hungry in an hour, which I kind of want to do, but I don't think I'm going to do. I don't know yet. Um, but like, the, the, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a different case. I'm a lucky guy. Me and my brother, we both wrestled in high school, but my brother, like Manny, Unfortunately, they're the unlucky wrestlers versus the lucky wrestlers like me and Pedro, uh, who are the middleweight wrestlers. The other lucky ones are also the super fucking light kids, the ones that, oh, yeah, no matter what I eat, every day I step on the scale and I'm always underweight. Hmm. I can eat nine cookies for lunch only, and I'll eat lunch lunch too, and I'm not gaining it. Fuck you, dude. doesn't count. You never learn how to lose weight in high school as a teenager. I learned calorie restrictions. I learned which foods I could eat that made me feel full for longer, even though I couldn't eat a lot of cal- That's when you become best friends with fucking tuna with salt and pepper only, not even mayonnaise. So it's like dry as fuck. What? How gross is that? Eat that all the time. Because guess what? You got to make weight. Running absurd amounts of cardio in sauna suits, which are glorified plastic bags with like rubber around your wrist so like you can keep all the sweat in and all the heat in and then putting on putting on a sweatshirt or two then a sauna suit because they were a little bit baggy but then throwing on another couple sweatshirts on top of that and then running the entire length of the school 19 motherfucking times before your match by the way you have a match that night and you have to lose two pounds you have to lose two pounds of water Within a couple of hours, that's what I was doing all of the time to the point where 
I now know how to gain and lose weight a little bit easier. So does that doesn't make it any easier. It just makes it easier that I have the knowledge. I still have to fucking put it into practice. And you know what? Not working out. I'm fucking lucky that I still have most of my gains because like, even though I don't work out, I still fucking crack some fucking pull-ups out uh, and I do some push-ups so I keep the fucking gains that I have now. I do yoga too, which kind of helps. But you got to do something. You're never going to, you're not going to fucking feel good. Fucking fat wrestlers, you never did that shit. You were like, oh, I'm fat, I'm heavyweight. I just can't eat so much food that I hit the maximum 285. Well, if you're 285 pounds in high school, you have other problems. You should not weigh more. The Rock, I think, weighs 250 or maybe 260 pounds, some shit like that. You shouldn't be 20 pounds heavier than The Rock, especially when The Rock literally looks like an oversight, like the exaggerated wrestling uh, action figures of like super steroid muscles. He saw one of those one day and he's like, holy shit. That guy looks so much bigger than me. He almost looks like the Hulk if the Hulk was a real person. He goes, oh, I can be that one day? Wait a minute. You're telling me if I give up on wrestling, I become an actor, and I do a couple of good enough roles, you'll just supply me steroids in a gym all of the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I have a daughter, and I'm probably not going to be able to you know, uh, walk her down the aisle because my heart going to explode. But, Doc... Give me some stem cells. Let me get two hearts in my chest. I'm the rock, motherfucker. He's going to hate that. But, uh, yeah, man, being in fucking shape sucks. I I, th- I wrote this down last night, and I thought I had a more of an idea of why the fuck I even talk about. I, I wrote fit versus fat, fat wrestlers like I would know. Like the fit guys, you know, you fucking, bro, you couldn't eat shit and how much you had to lose. It would, the fat guys would just give up. They, they would go up a weight class, and then unless the person in the weight class above them was better than them, then they would get to wrestle that weight class. I fucking hated it, dude. 145 junior year and 152 pounds I wrestled at senior year. And I was pretty much 5'11". Both, maybe I was 5'10 junior year and 5'11 senior year. But... Like, 150 fucking pounds, bro, I was emaciated. I had no muscle. I was skinning motherfucking bones, doggy. The way I... The w- amount of muscle... I definitely doubled the amount of muscle I have. I mean, I'm also, like, pushing 175 now. So I'm at least 50 fucking pounds... Or 25 pounds heavier than I was. But, like, dog. It's fucking crazy. You know, I uh, I still have abs. I, I, have I given you guys that update? Like I had, I uh, I worked hard to get abs at one point, um, and then and then afterwards, I just tried to keep them by just watching what I eat, weighing myself on the scale every day, um, so I can see if I'm starting to go up. And it looks like because like what'll happen is you'll see abs every morning until all of a sudden you just have a fucking gut. That's how my brain works. That's what's called body dysmorphia. Either I always see myself as fat or I see myself as too good to be true until I'm too bad to believe that I ever looked any other way than this fucking disgusting way. There's pictures of me in Hawaii. I can tell you right now that was even though I could afford to go on a, on a beautiful trip with my bro- bros to Hawaii, 
I was mentally and physically at one of the lowest points in my life, but in my head, I wasn't doing that bad. And then I saw the pictures and I was like, yo, I need to lose that shit. I look terrible. It sucks, man. It's easy, bro. It's easy when you don't know how to cook for yourself. So if I recommend anything to any of my bros, it's learn how to cook, even if it's something simple. You don't have to fucking go crazy. You don't have to um, fucking learn how to cook duck foie gras. Fucking stuffing ducks and, and livers and shit, but bro. Get a couple things. Get a get a get a um, uh, air fryer or new wave oven. I love that. It's pretty much an air fryer, but like a grill version of an air fryer. And I could cook a turkey leg if I want it extra extra crispy with the skin fucking just when you bite it and it's always still juicy and cooked all the way through. It's thirty minutes, ten or forty thirty to forty minutes in the new wave oven for a turkey leg. And what you do is it's got, like, two big sides that it land on, and then you have, like, the two thinner sides you got to try to balance it on. And what you do is you, you cook it on, uh, you try to balance it, and then you try to flip it upside down and balance it on the thin side, and then it'll always fall one way or the other. And then you just let it cook for an extra 10 minutes on said fell side and hope that it falls the other way when it falls the other way. Um, but, yeah, you can do that. It's fucking delicious, dude. You ate some turkey, you just get a couple seasonings, throw that motherfucker on there, a little oregano, little no, not oregano, a little salt, pepper, garlic, um, rosemary, banging, olive oil, rub that shit on the skin first, and then you throw all those seasonings on it. I put a little ginger on that motherfucker, because I like to keep it weird. Maybe you want it to be a little bit red, throw some smoked paprika on that motherfucker, bro. Think I don't, you want it to have a chipotle flavor? Bro, they got to... A Chipotle, Manny's like, you're saying wrong. I'm from Mexico. It's called chili powder. I think it is called chili powder, actually. That gives it that smoky Chipotle flavor. It is chili powder. Chili and polvo. And it's just uh, chili, pepper, spices, salt. Oh, this is, has more than fucking... Don't get your shit from fucking cheap places, man. They always lie to you. Bro, I remember one time I went to get this olive oil that was like super cheap. Turns out it was 25% olive oil and 75% like grapeseed oil. Some stupid shit like that. It was olive oil blend. Fucking liars at Walmart. What do I expect though? You made an olive oil flavored blend. All right, um, I'm going to take a piss in a second. Before I do, I just want you to know uh, I'm not going to talk about the football player who collapsed, um, but I do want you, if you care, to just look up athletes collapsing. There's a whole compilation of athletes who are collapsing. It's one of the, the side effects. I don't know which one it is exactly, but a lot of these side effects are the ones that are included in the document John Pfizer gave me. Uh, he said adverse side effects of our vaccine. And I, I remember it was like nine pages of different things. But I don't, if you don't know the names of them, you're just going to be like acute respiratory distress. You're like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Be like uh, myocarditis. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, just suddenly collapse because you got hit in between the heart. And so, so here's the thing. Him getting hit in the heart. It's one thing if that if, if like, for example, I got hit in the head. That's called a concussion. A concussion is not a disease. A concussion is something that happens with with trauma. And if what happened, and I have to, and I'm not, I didn't look it up, 
I'm not going to lie. You know what? I'll bring my phone with me when I go to the bathroom and I'll look it up and then maybe I'll, I'll get an answer, an answer when I come back. I am not even going to just pee though, but I'm going to pee sitting down so I can look it up and not have to worry about peeing everywhere in the bathroom. And, uh, and I want to look it up. Did, was it something that was caused by trauma? Cause I remember there was a kid in, in, when I was in high school, uh, we raised money for this kid who was playing uh, baseball and he got hit in the chest with a baseball and apparently it hit in between heartbeats and then what happens is that pretty much stops your heart and your heart doesn't know how to start back up again and then he was like in a coma or some shit god bless i think he's all right though and i i really do i am praying for this this guy that uh, i kind of should have i shouldn't know his name but i i didn't want to like talk about sad shit too much on the podcast uh unless i have a solution and i don't have a solution in fact here's the solution that i have um if you think that that you if you think my my thought is that I'm happy in any way that because somebody chose to take it probably was forced by the way because most of the NFL was forced to vaccinate if a guy was forced to vaccinate himself and he developed a disease I don't want to be right on that that means more people can possibly die in fact I want to be proven wrong so fucking bad because I don't want anybody hurt at all I don't give a fuck if you hate me I don't want you to die. If you try to kill me, that's another story. I still don't want you to die. I just don't want you to kill me. That's it. Like, honestly, like, I, I, 2023, I'm going to be the nicest me I can. Every time I talk shit about somebody, I'm going to apologize, and then I'm going to say two to three nice things about them for every one bad thing I said. Because Except for all the shit I'm going to talk on my podcast, because I'll be here for fucking too long. Um, But, but yeah, my... I don't want anything bad to happen to that guy. Just so you know. You think I do? Well, guess what? You're wrong. I... You know what? That actually is topic number... That was topic number seven, football player, which leads me to either topic number eight or World Star Corner. Either way, it's in World Star Corner. So, guys, we're on the fucking home stretch. High five. Good job, Jamie. All right, I'll be right back back all right unfortunately um i had read a long new york times art or usa today article in which they didn't mention not one motherfucking time at all what actually happened to him um but then i read another one from the independent.co.uk and it said nfl player Dem- by the way his name is damar hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest during a game that also, by the way, killed the mood of the open mic because everybody was scared, rightfully so, that a, a seemingly healthy person who didn't get hit, didn't seem like he got hit that hard, stood right up and then just fucking collapsed. And cardiac arrest. I think cardiac arrest counts as as uh, two two things. So I think we're both we're everybody's right in this one. It was something that could have been caused by a. <laughs> And it also could have been something that just happens like he ran too hard for too long and got it the way ice lost my balance and fucking cracked my head like an idiot. It just happened. Okay. Both both can be true. I want to take a moment now. Not even thoughts and prayers. We're going to do a fat to have. If you don't know it, do your own thoughts and prayers in a second for Mr. DeMar Hamlin. I mean, there you go. Nice and quick. A little moment of sigh. 
little silence moment. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. All right. Let's see. Where are we in here? Okay. I wanted to talk about this, and it's in World Star Corner. We're going to go right to it. It says, you be the judge. Man found dead after uploading videos of alleged giant he spotted on top of a mountain in Canada. And it says, there was news that Andrew passed away on July 1st, 2022, after an obituary surfaced in a local uh, paper in Campbell River, the Campbell River Mirror. Now, I watched this video. It's a three-minute video. We're going to start it. TikToker who posted video about a giant dies three months later. It's a giant, it says in the caption. And then you just see, it looks like a man. A person, yeah. On a bill, on a long, on a mountain, on a slope. But he's just standing there. He's not moving around much. Like he's looking around. Like, look at this view, dude. Let's turn it up a little, Jim. Find somewhere closer. And I'm going to set my camera on something so you guys aren't complaining how shaky it is in the truck. So he's trying to see it again. And you don't see anything. I just got stopped by like some CIA agent. This is him. He told me to turn around said I'm trespassing. I said it's a, it's a public freaking, it's a public area, like a public park or whatever. Some local told me to take this path. I didn't get it on camera, but I'm going to go again tomorrow and be prepared to be filming right now because he stopped the vehicle. His truck was blocking it. Said some like, environmental... All right, next video, pause. Okay. Um, so just so you know, this is on TikTok, right? And uh, I, I think what we need to realize is TikTok is also one of the biggest forms of misinformation. I want to give you a warning right now. I'm a little bit skeptical about this, Okay. I'm a little bit skeptical about this. I'm going to end up trying to play another video afterwards and see if that'll work. Uh, I have to probably do it for my phone because on Instagram, unless I connect that to Bluetooth, then maybe I'll call Luke at the end. Uh, but we'll do that at the end of the fucking old World Star Corner. Um, this shit, you see what could, literally could just be a giant or it could be a statue of a giant. Okay? Like, nothing is moving. This could also be edited in. Now, the guy goes back a second time, though, records, doesn't see anything. The caption says, did the thing on the mountain go home? And then we're going to play again, Jamie. Little x-ray music. I mean, an x-file. Oh, there's something in the sky, though. I don't know what the fuck it is. It looks like a like a vagina. Now, apparently, there's so helicopters. extracting nope. something out of here. There's two helicopters. Two helicopters, he says. What the fuck? And they're extracting something out of here. here now, the CIA part two. This time he's recording. Yeah, and he puts the camera down, though. But there's a guy kind of waves him down. What's going on? Roll the balls. Turn around. Really? Yeah, man. Just, just turn around, please. Okay. Now, Have a good night, man. Now, that could literally also just be anybody in a charger. Here's the crazy thing. There's that same charger is outside his house. He goes outside because his friend, his friend is helping him with this video. That's the same vehicle from... And then the car just peels the fuck hey. out. Hey guys. Now, hold on, pause I it. So this is a little bit sketchy because here it looks like one of them uh, Al Qaeda videos uh, where they make like the the people who are captured by Al Qaeda, or I think it was ISIS videos, 
like the people who like read off something and then like keep looking off camera like is this what you want me to say so like take that as a grain of salt because if he wanted to fake it that's where he's getting his inspiration from also i don't think that the cia if they're really watching him is going to make him look that fucking like that it's a little too on the nose does that make sense like like the ISIS people, they don't give a fuck if you look like you're scared. You're supposed to look scared. Maybe the CIA is doing the same thing because, like, we want you to look scared. So no other motherfucker start like me starts talking about it. I'm gonna get a knock on the door. I'm gonna get interviewed. They're gonna tell me to shut the fuck up or I can't keep doing my podcast. And then you're gonna hear me never talk about it again because I want to keep doing my podcast. So let's hear. I'm not dead. I have not disappeared. Uh, I have just been busy with life. Couldn't get around to posting and updating you guys, so now, now I'm gonna give you an official update of what's been going on. Sorry to disappoint you guys, but all of the videos he looks off screen. All the videos that I posted, and he keeps looking off screen. They're just fake. They were just strictly for entertainment. And he keeps looking off screen. Uh, sorry to disappoint you guys. And he he got, it says he's scared. Post ever again. Hold on, go back, Jamie. We're gonna go back a little bit. Do they go back 15 seconds? I'll, 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 we'll let him say that, and then I'm, when it, right before it says he's scared, I want to let them know. Like this is this is now uh, the next post afterwards. Uh, first, it's still this post, right? Post, all the videos that I posted were scripted. They're just fake. They were just strictly for entertainment. Uh, sorry to disappoint you guys. And now it's this other one. You might not see me post ever again. I'm getting chills. My videos weren't they weren't fake. And then it says military, and it looks like there's like a, a building with two antenna on there. And that was his last post on TikTok, and then he dies in July of 2022. Now we're gonna actually just—we're you know, not gonna say before the end. We're gonna play. So this other guy, he's gonna—it's it's like a two-minute TikTok. The guy's gonna fucking end up saying the whole thing again. That went missing. But he just really watched what I did. But then the, afterwards, there's some more shit, and I can't fucking fast forward. He is legally presumed dead. He posted this at first. He saw what he says is a giant on top of a mountain. At first, it's like, okay, what is that? It looks like it could be a person. If you're that far, that's giant. Yeah. And he actually talked to some locals. The locals, they pretty much said, yeah, it comes and goes. It's real. When he went the next time, he went during night. There's a car that stopped him. What he says is there's this CIA guy that, like, said, you can't pass through here. I just got stopped by, like, some CIA agent. He told me to turn around, said I'm trespassing. I said it's a, it's a public. He goes another day. And what does he see? So they're extracting something. He sees helicopters in the same mountain. Look, after seeing the CIA agent, he decides to go another time during night. He still sees him again. After he sees that guy, he goes home. He says that he's being stalked. And then there's cars that followed him. And it looks like the same. It looks like the same car. It's the same vehicle that he saw. And look, it just it just drives away. Yo. This is where it gets crazy. He puts out an official statement. He puts out this statement and he says this. Yo, so I just heard about this whole All right, this is the part. Dawson thing about this guy disappearing, getting taken out by the CIA because he was on something. I literally have goosebumps right now. I want to show you guys something. All right, so I found the coordinates of where Mount Monashi, by the way. Picture. I marked it here with his name so I don't forget. 
but it was right around the Cedar Side. You see Cedar Side here behind the star, Cedar Side Regional Park, which means that if he was on this road looking this way, which he was, it would have been over on this mountain here. So when I scroll in to this mountain, and if you guys remember what the pictures look like, you see this road here. But if you remember what the pictures looked like, there was like a building with two antennas. Look at this shit. What's that? What is this? A tall figure and the building with two antennas. What the fuck? It's TikToker that... So that's the video that I wanted to play. Pretty fucking wild, dude. I don't know uh, how, how true it is or not. I'll tell you this, though. Fucking wild. Wild. All right. What else do we have? Okay, this one, you don't have to watch it. If you want to, it's called, Whoa, Fish Swimming After Massive Bite in His Body. And that's little motivation because some motherfuckers, you know, we got it. We got it good. I don't have a fucking bite in my body and I still times think I can't swim. This motherfucker got a huge ass chunk missing off him. He's still just out there swimming, dog. Yeah. What countries are the smallest populations? Monaco, Liechtenstein. Y'all getting it. Tuvalu. Tuvalu. You ain't even a real country. You part of fucking Australia, Tuvalu. Anyway, we're not going to play this whole video, but it goes hired security for what man has an outburst at a Walmart over money and security didn't feel like handling it. It's a minute and a half. No, I want my money. If I can't get money, nobody's getting their money. And then you know what he is. He's a crackhead. You thought I was going to say color, right? No. But now he just starts smashing the, the camera screen. Security's right there. And he's like, come on, guys, stop. If you leave, like, just leave. Just leave. He says the N-word because he's black. He's allowed to say it. I didn't think saying his color was going to be relevant until he said the N-word. Now he broke a second camera and he said, nobody's getting their money. What? You're an asshole. You're racist. How am I going to get a job? This guy is just a, a, a mentally ill person. Yo, he's hilarious. I know why you don't like me. Because I'm good looking too. Why would they send me a ID with no why? No money for nobody. Right? No money for nobody. No money for nobody. That's some fucking horseshit, dog. I've been working my ass off all day. I work my ass off for this shit. No money for nobody. All right, that's enough of this. Oh, there's only 10 seconds left. He doesn't do anything. He just smashes another thing and then he walks away. Oh, I'm glad I let him say that. I'm glad he said it, not me. All right. Dude calls out a woman for having a bike seat all in her ass crack. A-Z-Z crack in public. And it's a nine-second video. Let's watch this. Now, I'm not out a bike seat in your butt is crazy, Tiff. What are you doing? And she now Why pulls up her fucking shit. Outside? It's too early for this shit, Tiff, man. <laughs> you got to watch that. That shit's hilarious. She got a fucking whole bike seat right in her ass crack. Her pants, her pants and her underwear were down. 
you can see her whole ass crack, and she got that shit right there. Like, she was trying to, like, you know, feel a little something-something. You know what I mean? Kind of nasty. All right, let's see. We got, okay, two two different. Something's going on with people who are doing deadlifts and at the gym. People don't like anybody who deadlifts at the gym. There's literally two videos the same week of people getting yelled at for deadlifting at a gym. Let's play this first one called Go to the Library. Powerlifter threatens to stab another man in front of his girl for deadlifting too loud at the gym. Let's play this, Jamie. Oh, ad. Mute it. We don't listen to ads on this podcast. We'll skip the ad and then we'll unmute it. So I guess the guy's yelling. He starts coming towards him. You're slim. He goes, you're slamming the fucking weight. He goes, shut the fuck up. And he goes, why? He goes, you're fucking slamming the weights. Don't do it. And he goes, shut the fuck up again. So he told him why he's mad. The one guy said, shut the fuck up. And then the other guy said, like, why? And he goes, you're slamming the weights. Don't do it. And then the guy who slamming the weights said, shut the fuck up. So. Punch your fucking head in, bro. Do something. Go outside. I'll stab you, you fucking rat. Now, now I, I'm going to give it up for the, the young guy because he says, why don't you just use your fist like a man instead of stabbing me like a bitch? Kind of true, man. Bro, you're trying to talk shit and trying to look tough. You even got a weird mustache-looking guy. You got a weird the one of them Hitler uh, haircuts. I call them Hitler haircuts when you shave everything except for the top of your head and then you comb it over like Hitler youth. Uh, and this this guy, he just, he just power lifting in his goddamn socks and hoodie. He trying to get a good fucking lift in. Let's hear it. Yeah. Shut, the so, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And he keeps telling him to shut the fuck up, and he slams it again. And that's hilarious. The guy doesn't do anything. You're gonna lose your membership. You threaten to stab me with the knife because I'm working hard. And that's where it ends. So if you didn't hear everything, they're definitely in Canada. The one guy called him a goof, and though he had a Canadian accent. So if he's not in Canada, he's from Canada. And he's try he's right. He's, you're gonna yell at him for just lifting hard. You're gonna revoke his membership for working hard. You you work there and you threaten to stab him? Hey, lay off the sauce, dog. When you have too much testosterone, you start getting overly angry for no reason. Don't do that. Anyway, that was wild. There's another video, Jamie. Let's go to that one. Thoughts. Teen kicked out of the gym because he was deadlifting too loud. There's only 45 seconds. He goes, you're out. And the guy's trying to deadlift the second time, and the guy steps on him. He, he stepped on the weight. 
Turn it up. He just keeps saying you're out. Now, and he pushes him. This overly aggressive guy's mad. This guy's working out. Push the kid. He's like, get out. You're working out. The shitty thing is as the guy, I mean, he saw him, obviously, unless he hey, was like lifting with his eyes closed. He had to have seen this guy stepping up to him. Maybe didn't hear him. He had headphones in, right? But then he like, bro, while you're deadlifting, he did the first one. He lets it go. It slams down. Which I guess maybe that's what they don't like you doing. They want you to lower it. Like if you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't deadlift. I don't deadlift because it always looked like it was a nice, easy way to fuck up your lower back, not make it stronger. So you know what I like to do is the thing where you lay, where you're kind of like you start like like you're humping a machine, but then you're like in an L and then you lift yourself up to like try to go to a flat line, like to be like parallel to the floor and sometimes maybe lift up a little higher and you and then you're going to do that a lot and then eventually grab a weight and then hold it on your chest as you do that. And that'll strengthen your lower back. And that seems like a, a less uh, way to, to break your fucking back than deadlifting. But maybe what I'm doing only works until you get to like three 45-pound plates and you're doing that. And you're like, I can't really keep fucking doing this, dude. This is just kind of not easy to hold three 45-fucking-pound plates as I'm like back curling up. But you know what? All I know is I don't deadlift. I, I don't know deadlift technique, deadlift etiquette. You know, you got to ask an expert. Uh, I don't lift dead shit. I only lift living things. I'm, I'm a living lift. I'm not a deadlifter. That was a shitty fucking joke. I'm not doing comedy tonight. All right. Nasty AF. Dude loses it when he finds out they served him food from the floor. You guys got to watch this one. Mute it, Jamie. I'll just talk. Uh, so this guy... Uh, was disgusted as fuck. These people walking besides cooked food and trays, uh, kicking up dust and debris from the ground. Oh, you can unmute it. Uh, on the food they're serving, tables can't be that hard to find. The food, the floor food is at least a concern in a place like this. So here's the crazy thing. You know, you commuted again. We don't need the audio. I'll, I'll just describe it. So this guy is in the back of a restaurant. People don't want him to be recording as, as they're preparing people's foods. They don't have food on a table. They just have all this food in like big trays just on the floor. And this one guy who doesn't want to be filmed is no shoes either. Just socks. All this cardboard on the floor. And they got all these trays on top of the cardboard on the floor. And he's literally like going like, what do they order? All right, rice, uh, lettuce, uh, and chicken. Okay, here's the rice tray. A couple scoops from that. Here's the lettuce tray. A couple scoops from that. Here, here's the lettuce, uh, the fucking chicken tray. A couple scoops. And here you go, another one. What else is order? You got the shrimp one? All right. The fucked up thing is apparently there's roaches on the floor. and There was a rat maybe even possibly there. And they're just going to be crawling all in your food. Like, that's why. I remember now why I brought it up. Hey, guys. Remember how I said it's, it's healthier to cook food at home? It's also more sanitary. I wash all of my dishes myself. So I know I got clean dishes. I also know I'm cooking in clean dishes. I also know if my if the food I'm cooking smells spoiled, I ain't cooking and eating it. They're going to serve you that shit. They don't give a fuck. They care about like John Pfizer. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. That's it. Anyway. 
Jamie, why do I, did you lower my headphone? Oh, you lowered, you cocksucker. You lowered my fucking microphone. No wonder I couldn't hear myself. I thought you lowered my, anyway, Waka Flocka explains why he stopped flexing in the hood and stopped thinking with a hood mentality. I'm not going where the odds are against me. I'm going to let you watch the whole video because like a longer video. Every one of them has an ad. Jamie, refresh. We're not listening to every one of them fucking with an ad. Refresh again. That's two ads. If it's a third ad, you're going to have to listen to this guy by himself on your own. Right. I want to name on the block. That's going back to the hood. Okay. We're not listening to the whole thing either. What actually made me stop hanging in the hood was Dick Gregory. Okay. I watched this clip. Dick Gregory was like, Nigga, why you buy this Rolls Royce to ride through the hood to show you the richest motherfucker that I can't buy one? And da da da. And it's crazy because that's why I bought it. Right. I was young, like nigga, right. we getting money on the south side. I'm finna show it off, pretty much. Da, da, da. That was ignorant. And at the same time, I could have bought this condo downtown Atlanta that I ride by every day today. Right. And it's fucking five times the value. Right. Five times I, the value. The egg on my face, right? So when I seen Dick Gregory do that, I actually got out that car. The things I wanted to be and grow up to be, I got there. Right. At 23 years old. Okay. My, I was sitting so high on top of my mountain, I just kept smelling something. Right. It just smelled like manure. I was standing on top of shit mountain. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no business. I didn't have no financial literacy. I didn't have an insurance policy. I didn't know what trust accounts was, shell companies. I didn't know how to go buy tangible businesses. I didn't know nothing. So I'm like, yo, how am I this famous guy and I'm the big homie and y'all respected me, but I can't even tell you how to go open up a bank account. It felt so good learning that. Like, usually Facts, if I, if I want to run uh, money up, I have to go in the streets now. I got good credit, some holding companies. I go get me a loan. Right. I go get a loan right now for $10 million, $20 million, $100 million. It's just perspectives. Right. And a good business plan. He's it's not easy. wrong. So when you start learning things like that, why would you be an edge monster? Right. I know anybody right now, yo. I don't care how gangster you are. My boy, if you start learning this real business, man, you ain't you thugging. That, that thug, man, who? All right. So the, the good thing about what he's saying is, is if you actually watch The Wire, um, after the first season, which is, uh, people say it's a little slow. It's a little slow sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I tried to watch The Wire twice, and, it, and only until I until Joey Diaz kept fucking saying, you got to watch the fucking Wire. I watched another episode of The Wire. It's so fucking good. that I was like, all right, I'll fucking, all right, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, all right, Joe, you got me. You got me, uncle. And I fucking started checking it out. But the point I'm trying to make about The Wire is that that's what the, the smart guy that was uh, that was running the, the drug business was like, listen, we're going to wash this money. And the way we're going to do that is we wash it in a way that looks like a legit business or legit reason that you have made this money. So now you can buy buildings uh, and then, you know, make more legitimate money. The, the point is to, to make illegal money into legal money. That That's what John, F John Pfizer, I don't know if you knew this. John told me, not to tell you guys because I signed an, an NDA, but I'm also dyslexic. So maybe it was like a disclosure agreement. Not. You know what I mean? Uh, at least that's what I'm going to tell the lawyers. Um, but he told me, he's like, yo, I used to, back in, in college, I used to sell weed. I used to sell coke. I Not me. This is John talking. John Pfizer. Um, and he's like, I used to sell weed. I used to sell coke. Uh, I used to do it all. You know why? Cause I know I knew what everybody else knew is I gotta make this fucking money. Cause if I'm not making this fucking money, somebody else on the street's gonna be making this fucking money, and it better be me. And then he said he got in a little trouble with the law once, 
A cop pulled him over. He had just per- he was about to go purchase a kilo of coke, and he had all this fucking money and just a little bit of coke that he was doing on the way. And the cops found it. They took his money, and they didn't arrest him. And they said, that's your last warning. We catch you again the next time we throw in the book at you. So the next time, he said, you know what I got to do? I got to get my money up smart. And he did. He kept selling coke. He kept doing. He kept selling fucking weed. And then what happened? He made enough money. He bought a little company, a little uh, French company called Pfizer. And he brought it to America. And he said, yo, you know what people want? People want to live forever. People have all kinds of problems. You can't sell them a solution, not a permanent solution. But you can sell them a temporary solution. Make them pay every month for it. They'll pay a little bit every month. Look, we can get a lot one time. But I'd rather get a little bit forever from everybody. And that's what he did. You can get a lot one time. Or you can get a little from everybody forever. John Pfizer. And then, you know, he bought other things. And and now John Pfizer also owns lots of real estate. Um, I'm I'm trying to have him give me a place to move into. But, you know, he says, like, he doesn't like to mix business with pleasure. And he considers me just a business partner. And he would not move me into any of his establishments unless there was a business plan. So maybe if the podcast takes off, um, I'll be, you know, podcasting out, out of a Pfizer office or some shit. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, this is a great one. This video is called, These Women Ain't Playing Fair. Chick explains how to finesse free food off of guys on a date and make sure they never talk to you again. First of all, the title alone, enticing as fuck. I had to know. Plus, it's just like, why not know what, like, what, what are the, what are the tricks that these, these people, all these people uh, being women people, what are they doing? Let's watch. It's a short one. And that's how you do it, ladies. You go to dinner with a guy. You fucking have a great time. Towards the end, you start to act crazy. Tell him all the medication you're on. And then you get a free dinner. And they'll never talk to you ever again. Follow me for more life tips. Now, she also... Now that I'm watching it... See, the fun thing about World Star Corner is I watch it one time. And I might get the genuine laughs out of it. But then when you watch it the second time, you start to see things differently. And if you heard what she said, I, I think that was sarcasm at the end. Like, follow me for more life advice. I don't think she was actually talking about how to get free dinner. But she was like, oh, wow. Uh, I was having such a great conversation with this guy. We were having a good, I had a good dinner, a great conversation. And then, you know, I just started telling him all the medications I'm on. You know, because some guys kept saying, hey, that's a red flag. You should have told me sooner. So I, I told him on the first date. And then uh, he he only gave me a hug, and then uh, didn't even walk me to my car. So I I think it's gonna be like a lot of the other guys who I tell them all the medications I'm on, and they're like, "Well, uh, I can't be on uh, a meth zombie." If if you're dating anybody, and I've dated a woman who was prescribed Xanax, and I dated a woman who was prescribed Adderall, never both at the same time, at least not that I knew of. The Xanax makes you a zombie. The Adderall makes you a meth head. And to being a meth zombie on antidepressants. And I'm sure if you're you're saying medications in plural, you're not you're not the best catch mentally mental health speaking. Now, I only want now I felt like I said something mean. Let's you the, the, the say something nice. Now, you are a very beautiful woman. 
and I'm glad that you are seeking treatment, and I want you to stick with the treatment. That's all, and I hope that you get better. Bam. I think that might have been three nice things I said. All right, this one's called Show's Over. We're not playing this, but you I just wanted, because it's going to fucking, um, you're going to end up seeing it somewhere in this week if you haven't already. But he goes, Show's Over, Tiger attacks circus trainer and bites his neck during a live performance in Italy. And the only reason I'm even talking about it is apparently his uh, his wife comes in. She's like working in the circus too, and she like ends up like like throwing like a chair or a table at the tiger, and the tiger gets off. Um, it's a, it's a fucked up video, you know. If I'm gonna describe it, it was a guy. He's like trying to fuck with one tiger on the top of a cage thing, and then another tiger from behind just grabs him in the leg, and then just starts biting him, and it bites him in the shoulder and the neck. Doesn't kill him, thank God. He survived, and that's the only reason that that I'm even talking about it. Also, another video I'm just going to only talk about is called Park Ranger Stands Her Ground Against Three Grizzly Bears. Um, the reason I'm talking about it is the caption on the bottom was actually really smart, and it says, she can't run. That's the only thing you can do. Have to make them think you're not worth the effort. If she turned to run, turned to run their minds would automatically switch to chasing prey mode. Very true. What she did was that she just kind of had, I guess, bear spray in her hand, but she didn't use it. Or maybe she did. It's a very short video. But she's kind of just like like kicking the the gravel like towards them, uh, and, and I guess it works because they kind of stay away. But then it's a short ass video. They might have just ate her. I don't know. This next video is a little bit sad. It's called it's it's called "Chick on My Six Hundred Pound Life Is Seen About to Eat a Whole Lasagna Plate to Herself," and you know that the person who wrote that caption was Hispanic because they they wrote lasagna with the enye over the n. It's L-A-S-A-G-N-Y-A. N-Y-A, not to be confused with N-A, which is N. N-Y-A has a little squiggly line on top. Lasagna. I went back to school, and I wasn't eating as much, but I was still finding ways to sneak food and eat the way that I wanted. She sounds like a child, and but so she looks just too big. I put on another 100 pounds in the next five years, and I was around 250 when I was 13. And 250. when it got like that was when my mom started to really point out my size. When she got to 250, her mom, at 13, her mom finally started to point out her size. Because before that, nobody else talked to her at all, and she was listening to Lizzo, who, by the way, may or may not be being paid off by the, uh, by like the sugar industry and the, uh, the terrible junk food industry, like fucking Frito-Lays and Pepsi and shit like that. They may or may not be paying people to say shit like, Oh, there's no such thing as bad food. Those people, remember when I played that video of, of the lady with the shitty accent who's saying, there's no such thing as bad food. It's only good food, only if it's not spoiled or rotten or poisoned. It's not. The, hey, you're giving people toxic amounts of sugar. That's poison. That's bad. That You literally define bad food. You're putting monosodium glutamate, MSG, which they found uh, puts holes in your brain, makes your brain Swiss cheese. MSG, also found in soy sauce. If you love soy sauce, you'll have to have MSG. It's a naturally occurring thing. The thing that puts holes in your brain is also a delicious thing that you dip your sushi in. It's fucking crazy. It's part of it, at least. I don't know. This one says, get out before I kill you. Houston rideshare driver held at gunpoint during attempted robbery. The only reason I'm playing this video is 53 seconds. So now he says, get out the car. And he's got a gun to his head. But at least he's got good trigger discipline. I got I didn't notice it this time. Hold on. 
pausing. This guy who's attempting to rob another man of his car has, I'm going to give him a compliment, tremendous trigger discipline. Not one time yet in the video has his finger on gone on the trigger. So he's not actually intending to shoot this guy accidentally at least. Only if it becomes an on-purpose thing, which the only reason I'm playing this video is because, obviously, he doesn't actually kill him. So at this point in the video, the reason I paused it, besides complimenting this tremendous trigger discipline, is, uh, and I'll read the story so I can get it right. As the driver dropped off the men at an apartment complex, one of the suspects pulled out a handgun while demanding he get out of the vehicle. One of the men, who just did this, exited the vehicle, exited the rear passenger door, opened the driver's side door, and attempted to take the driver's cell phone. During the struggle off camera, the driver was able to cause the suspect trying to get his cell phone to fall onto the ground just outside of the open driver's side door. As the suspect fell to the ground, the driver accelerated his vehicle while the second suspect pointed the gun at his head and demanded he stop. The driver refused to stop, so the suspect jumped out of the moving vehicle. So let's see that happen. Oh, I'm going to watch it. You. He's saying get out, but he's seatbelted in. And you hear him just like, oh, because he's black. An Asian trying to rob a black. This is what the world is coming to. Now he's honking on the horn, and then the camera gets knocked down, so I don't know if he remains tri good trick or discipline. But now, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you. Stop the car. Stop before I kill you, bitch. And then he apparently just jumps out of a moving vehicle at this point. Right there, I'm, I'm guessing. And then the guy just leaves. And uh, I hear that that's what you're supposed to do. If somebody's trying to carjack you, you're supposed to floor it. If you crash, you crash. But at least you get out of there. They're going to probably fuck up your car. Uh, there was a video of a 13-year-old in the Bronx who stole a car and was joyriding it that I was going to play. But it was just really fucked up because he was, like, hitting other cars with a car that he stole. Not realizing he's probably going to ruin his life. Or as Louis J. Gomez would say, ruin. He's going to ruin his life. All right. This one is called, You're getting one right to the chest. Sheriff's deputy threatens to shoot a man for sitting in his parked car during a live stream. Um, this is like a, a video that doesn't have actual video in it. And I'll read the description as quick as I can. Two deputies approach a man in Crenshaw, Los Angeles, and threaten to shoot him all because he was sitting in his parked car. 34-year-old aspiring rapper Feezy LeBron was on a live stream when Justin Sabatine and Jacob Ruiz suddenly opened the vehicle's doors, pointed their guns at him. As one officer says, he'd shoot him straight in the chest. LeBron claimed that both deputies never disclosed why they were after him and that he was surprised by the encounter since he had been parked inside his friend's private parking lot with the engine switched off. Take off inside the car, and I'm going to shoot you, Sabatine says. In an apparent state of shock, LeBron asks why the officer would threaten to kill him, to which led to the response, I'm going to make it super easy on you. If you put the car in drive, you're getting one to the chest. Let's play it. This nigga's crazy. Reach around. You take off in this car, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to make it super easy on you. You put this car in drive, you're getting one right to the chest. I don't care what you got. I don't care if you got bullshit on you. But guess what, bro? Now you got to deal with it. But if you pull some bullshit, you're going to take one to the chest. So you're going to shoot me right Absolutely. now, Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't listen, you're done. You understand me? You're going to shoot For sitting in the car? You going to comply or no? Comply what? For sitting in the car. Right there, you're in trouble. So you're going to shoot me? I'm sitting in the damn car, bro. 
So he's sitting in a car, getting threatened to be shot if he takes off. Which I can. I'm gonna be a little bit. Move your hands from right there, and then you're done. All right, that's a little wild. The car is off. You are most definitely 1,050 percent detained. If you do anything other than what you're doing right now, then you're going to have some major... Eh, it's fucked up. You can't be fucking threatening to kill people for no reason and then wonder why people don't trust you. Right or wrong? Humble them quick. Next video is called Humble Them Quick. Kevin gets instant karma after getting into a heated argument with employees at a grocery store. So, so he's just yelling. People are telling him to get out. That's hilarious. When somebody says, get the fuck out of here, somebody says, fuck you. And they're never going to do anything. They're just going to talk. They're just talking. They're just talking and yelling at each other. I don't remember why I wanted to watch this. I'm going to lower it a little bit. He says, fuck you. The guy walks away. Get out of here, they say. He looks like he's leaving. Oh, he fucking... He, oh, he, oh, I remember now. Yo. He says, get the fuck out of here. And the other guy goes, fuck you. After he was already leaving, turns to rush the guy, trips over something, and busts his ass. And then the reason I remember I, I wanted to always watch it, I felt bad because... As he turned around and walked away, I can see, like, my dad just not letting something go. And then I don't want him to be hurt. I just hope the guy didn't get hurt. But also, like, hey, relax, dude. It's not that serious. <sighs> this one says, spoke his mind. Joe Rogan goes off on the vaccine ideology. And this is one he had on um, uh, Brett Weinstein on the podcast. And I just want to put the beginning. This woman tweeted, I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart and is was in the right place. He's reading it how he wrote, how she wrote it. out of love while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If the I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. It's a fascinating perspective. And it's also a fascinating perspective that this person claims to be about love, but has the most uncharitable view of people who didn't get vaccinated. They, that everyone got anti-vax out of hate. The idea that I didn't get vaccinated out of hate, I find so ridiculous. Like, I don't hate anyone. I am a loving person. And we can pause it at that because he's just going to keep going on and try to defend himself. But like what she said is kind of true. It's like you're the, the, that's why I was said earlier, like we are America. We're the land divided. The fact that you're literally saying that anybody who took a vaccine only did it because they have love. And anybody who didn't take one only didn't take one because they hate other people. Is a it's a grand generalization that you can that you're just going to assume now can you say now if you're a comedian you never want to say it like that that all in all because what will happen is there will be somebody in the audience who's like actually i didn't take it because i was allergic to xyz in the vaccine and if i took it i could have died i didn't do i actually wanted to date i wanted to get vaccinated but i couldn't because i would die and then there are also people who are like 
fuck that shit. I ain't putting any of them toxic chemicals in my body. I, John Pfizer sent me the goddamn seven pages of motherfucking shit that could happen because he told me I'm a shareholder. I'm allowed to know. Either way, yeah, do some people didn't get vaccinated out of hate? Probably. They were probably like, fuck it. Yo, fuck Joe Biden. And like, yo, if you fucking, yo, Joe Biden wants me to get the vac. I only wanted to get vaccinated when Trump was saying it, but that shit wasn't out yet. So like, and I didn't get like the first brand while he was still president, but now he's not president. So like, I ain't taking that shit. Well, you're an idiot. You weren't going to get vaccinated in the first place unless the fucking guy, unless the guy in your, somebody said, uh, politics are like, uh, Tim Dillon said it. And when he was talking to Joe Rogan. Uh, it's on the latest Tim Dillon podcast. Check it out. It's already got like fucking 400,000 views in less than a day. Um, but he he was talking about how uh, people are, like politics are sports for older people. Like they just sit around and they're like, I want my team to win the red team versus the blue team. And I'm all red and I'm all blue. And I don't like the blue team if I'm red and I don't like the red team if I'm blue. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're all fucking scammers. By the way, 75% of all ads are for are from pharmaceutical companies, which is why I used to do ads for non-pharmaceutical companies, and now most of my ads are going to be from Pfizer in the future. They, they control. They are giving me all the money. All these other fucking companies that are non-pharmaceutical companies, they can all suck my dick. Support Big Pharma. Because Big Pharma is the only one supporting little businesses like me by giving me ad money to tell them how awesome Pfizer is. Yo, if you want your dick hard, get a Viagra, promo code PISSCOFF, get three free Viagra. Use my promo code. They're just going to send it to you. You just have to pay shipping and handling. That's it. Bro, shipping and handling? What is that? $7 maybe for three dick pills? That's less than you're going to get from the fucking uh, from the guy at 7-Eleven. He's going to give you a fucking rhino? You want a rhino pill? Or you want to have actual Viagra, that one that actually works. Exactly. Yo, I took Viagra one time. Viagra, when you don't need it, it's fucking nuts. I took a Viagra one time and I didn't, I, my dick works. I don't need it. I got a breeze, gave me the, the most rock hard erection. And now I'm embarrassingly trying to cover up my erection while I try to think of anything disgusting to remove my the blood from my penis. If you need it, though. It works amazingly, but if you don't need it, just chew a little bit, you know, it'll keep you in the mood when you're ready to get in the mood. You know, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna tell you. We only got a couple more, I think, right, Jamie? Yeah, there's like three videos left. All right. This one's called Prank Gone Wrong. YouTuber gets attacked after pretending to steal luggage from a random traveler at airport. The crazy thing is this guy just starts dragging him by his hair and trying to fight everybody, and then he gets handcuffed. So we'll watch this. It's two minutes. We're not watching the whole no, thing, I right, Jamie? So he says, bro, chill out. And then he just grabs this guy by the hair. And he's holding onto the guy's hair. Now, the other guy is holding onto the guy's shirt. And he said, let go of my shirt. But he's like literally dragging him around the airport by his hair, trying to get to the cameraman who's recording it all. And he's mad that they tried to take his luggage and play a prank on him. He's literally dragging this guy. Like he, he's in slip flip-flops and he was getting dragged. He goes, look, so split up. And then as he splits up, the guy, like the cop tries to split up. Hold on, pause it, Jamie. This is actually, I, I, I remember now I want to watch this. So 
the cop comes. The cop is a female cop. Irrelevant, but she's also overweight. Kind of relevant now that if you if you, if you couple female and, and overweight. Um, but not like my, um, sorry to say this, not like my sister, who has a lot of power. Bro, that girl, yo, she pushed me one day. This is like a week ago. She fucking got power. They all, bro, they, that fucking chick. If she was a fucking, if she does jujitsu or judo or some shit, she's going to be like fucking judo world champion. Anyway, female, female overweight cop splits them up, tells the black guy sit on the bench. The white guy who's getting the prank on him is now chasing the cameraman. Now, as he's chasing the cameraman, the cop finally, let's play it. The cop says, stop, stop. Because he's like chasing him and he falls down and the cop gets on him and tries to subdue him and he can't. And so two other dudes end up coming and, and helping her out before other cop comes eventually. This guy looks like he's in the military. The other guy looks like maybe a, a police officer. I say the military guy actually is also a police officer as well. They put his arms behind his back. She gets the handcuffs out. As, but she needed two other dudes to help her like handcuff this guy. And then more cops end up coming. Boston police. So you kind of hear what he's saying, but I know it's low. It'll get fixed in audio when we upload it, right, Jamie? You're going to fix that, Jamie? Don't do a half-assed job. Apparently, when I when uh, they were saying when I did the podcast where I walked, that I sounded super loud when I was walking, and it wasn't as loud the rest of the podcast. So, like, do a good job, man. Come on. All right, this is crazy. One grab and it's over. R- Hippo was ready to give these tourists their last visit. Watching this makes you actually scared of hippos. Because his hippo just starts walking and then starts running at these motherfuckers quick. And they had to, like, speed up. Now, I ended up watching a video at one point. Um, I did mute it. That's whatever. Uh, I ended up watching a video at one point of, like, how hippos can move so fast in the water. And it's pretty much like they're horses. But they're also, like, hydrodynamic, like, aerodynamic, but for water. Whatever the fuck it's called. And so they kind of gallop along the bottom of the water with their super fucking strong legs. And so that's how they can move really quick in the water. They're not swimming. They're fucking galloping. They go like they go to the bottom and they gallop and they just fucking gallop and through the water, motherfucker, like a motherfucking horse. And that hippo picked up speed so quick that now I I don't understand why they tried to fucking make a game called Hungry Hungry Hippos that wasn't warning us of the dangers of being anywhere near a hippopotamus and how quickly they can just snatch your ass up. That should have been the fucking moral of the game. Not that a hippo's neck will just fucking pull open, grab a little ball, and you fucking grab it before your friends do. Just saying. Anyway, we have one more video before I get to upload this and go hang out with some friends. I at least get some food in me. This one's called Agree or Disagree Dude Explains the Reason Why a Lot of Men Don't Want to Get Married Anymore in Today's Society. And let's just say, I don't remember everything he says, but I remember that uh, that pretty much everything he said, I 100% align with. And that's probably why I'm not going to get married anytime soon, even though half of the wise men on this podcast, uh, half of them, the wise men are the, the top elite of the golf fights. They're the golf fights that tell you other golf fights what the fuck to do. And if you ever question their authority, you're no longer a golf fight. They are. 
the main golf fights. Anyway, two thirds of them, or two, uh, two quarters of them, oh, I fucked up the number. Half of them, now you know there's only four for now. Half of them are married. The other half are not. So let's see what this guy has to say to, to kind of see which way do you guys align with the married half of the, of the wise men or the non-married half of the wise men. Let's hear this. Five reasons why men are scared of marriage. Let's go. Number one, weddings are expensive as fuck. True. The average wedding costs like twenty to 30000 Who paying? I'm not paying. I don't got 20000 just sitting around. Is your daddy paying? Is your mama paying? Because I ain't got the money. The honeymoon costs money too. I ain't got it. I just bought a PS5. Fuck you want me to do? Fuck you want me to do? The wedding ring Yo, alone is going to bankrupt me. <laughs> Real shit. I got debt from college. Two, everybody around me tells me that marriage is bad. There is not I don't one hear person much. I talked to yet that told me that marriage is good. Two oh my my Nobody, wise man. The grocery store, the gym. Yo, this is hilarious. Not the grocery store, not the gym. Thing. That's the hilarious thing. Every OG I talk to, every man with experience tells me don't get married. Real shit. Even older women tell me to focus on me and not get married. I mean, what does that tell you? Number three, divorce is expensive. I'm not playing. Divorce Facts. is expensive financially and emotionally. But let's talk about finances real quick. Lawyer fees, alimony, child support. Your bank account going to be negative. Straight up negative. You going to lose Facts. your kids too. Fellas, don't get it twisted. The kids going with the mom. Believe that. Number yep. four. Feelings change. That spark y'all had in the beginning that, when you I don't first know, yeah. started I don't dating, know. that shit gonna die out. I'm telling you, do you know how hard it is to keep that spark from the honeymoon phase? Extremely difficult. You see each other every day, every night. You run out of shit to talk about. <laughs> spark gone, shit born. <laughs> Number five, I don't need a ring to love you. I love you with the ring or without the Yo, ring. Just cheap. If we live together and we paying bills, why we gotta get married? For what? Why we need a piece of paper to tell us what we doing? Yo, I don't hilarious. get it. We cooking, we cleaning, we arguing, we doing everything a married couple's doing. What's going to change if we get married? We're going to be doing the same shit with a piece of paper. Real shit. And then the video ends. And then I realized just now, remember what I said? TikTok is all fake. That had to have been a TikTok. This motherfucker just tried to make a TikTok so he could tell his girl who's like, why are you never going to marry me? You never proposed to me. All my friends are getting married and you never want to marry me. And he's like, I'll tell you five reasons why. Now watch. Read the comment section. All these motherfucking people are going to be agreeing with me. Watch. And doesn't know that he's also deleting all the comments that disagree with him because you could do that, I think. I don't know about on TikTok, but I know you could do it on, on YouTube. Because um, I made a comment that somebody disagreed with and I looked for it again and it was deleted. Your comment was deleted, it said. Yeah, you get notifications on uh, on there. All right, look, we just made it just under two hours. Um, I did an hour more than I expected. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to my brother. Um, have a safe, fun trip. Don't do not do too many uh, CIA operations. Just enjoy, enjoy yourself on the CIA's dime is what I want to tell you. Like, let the CIA pay for your vacation, but you don't have to do too much work. Just do the bare minimum. And um, and cause civil unrest in different parts of the world. And uh, shout out to also uh, Ham. You're always sending me some, some awesome fucking videos and stuff uh, on Instagram. Check out my story too, by the way, at Yusef Goff on Instagram for the stories daily. I try to upload anything I see during the day. If I fucking love it and I find it interesting or funny, I'm throwing that motherfucking shit up there for you guys. So 
I, I scour the internet so you do, so you just get to see the gems that I find. And uh, and shout out to Manny. I know I said I was going to call you, and I lied. You know what I might do? I might call you tomorrow. I might leave my equipment out tonight and call you tomorrow uh, and then just record some canned shit I could throw on the end of an episode or something. And uh, and I hope you all have fucking... Oh, shout out to you, Omar. You think I fucking forgot about you, doggy? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You repping it down for the PR for me. You know what I'm saying? You give me them PR fucking views. You getting you getting that P represent that portal representation, and um, and uh, I hope you guys all have a a fucking lovely week ahead. Uh, I appreciate y'all. All, uh, God willing, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, the intro song was "Staying Alive" by DJ Khaled. The outro song is gonna be a new song by Russ called "Put You On Game," and I don't even know the lyrics, so we're just gonna listen to it together. And this shit just fire though. He just got fire ass advice. And if you don't want to listen, y'all could tune out. But I love you all. I'll see you next week. Inshallah. Don't listen to people who lose or you'll do the same. Stop talking to people who don't do the thing that you say. Stop spending your money on weed. Go up in the plane. Stop pointing the finger and start taking some of the blame. Let me put you in the game. The money is up and it's down. It's just how it goes. That's how it goes. Everyone's going through something that nobody, nobody knows. Relax, stay in your lane. Leave people alone. Don't buy a car in a chain when you, you don't have a home. Dude, that's so important. Don't worry about having a lot of friends. You, you don't need one. A lot. Pussy is cool. It's better as making a and dream come. Yeah, facts. Yo, it's the same game. Yo, everything he said there was facts. Don't listen to people who lose. You'll do the same. Stop talking to people who don't understand what you're saying. So true. Honey on weed. Go hop on a plane. Stop pointing the finger. Start drinking some of the blame. Let me put you in game. Ooh, so fast. Most of the time, it's really not worth it. Nope. Don't be ashamed and beat yourself up for not being perfect. Don't be entitled. The world doesn't care if you think you deserve it. Ooh. Don't fall in love with someone until you know what's beneath the surface. Woo. Protect your space. People are energy vampires. Once you get burnt, don't put your hand back in the damn fire. Fuck the potential, you should assume they're not gonna change. You know it's okay to cut people off. Don't be afraid. You did your game. Who? Don't listen to people who lose it. You do the same. Stop worrying about people who don't even fuck what you're saying. Stop spending your money on weed. Go hop on a plane. Stop pointing blame. Did you the same? Pay all your taxes. You know the government's really a game. Yo. If you gotta pick one, go for the money. Don't go for the fame. Oh. Call up your mom, tell her you love her before it's too late. Call up your dad, tell him you love him before it's too late. I actually did that the other night. He just said, you too. <laughs> I sent him a text. Oh, I guess you got to talk about that. Let me put you on game. You do the same. Stop talking to people who look. You do the same. Stop spending your money on weed. Go hop on a plane. Stop pointing the finger and start taking some of the blame. Let me Did put you on game. Let me lower this for a second. Yo, so I, I text my dad. I said, I love you, Baba. I know this is random. Uh, I, I wrote, I wrote, I lied. I wrote, but a bad comic made a great point of telling people that if you love them, that, that sorry, that telling people that you love, that you love them. And, and so it might sound a little confusing. So I said, thank you for everything. And he goes, love you too. So honestly, not actually that bad. Yo, just like I said about World Star Corner, dog. Not that bad, bro. Not that bad. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys next week. I love you all. I appreciate you all. 
Uh, God bless you all. And I'll see you next week. God willing, inshallah. Peace.